to the MLM You Decide podcast, a show created to equip you with the resources to make up your own mind about the topic of MLM network marketing. We are your hosts. I'm Laura Evans. And I'm Janine Finney, and we are passionate about bringing clarity to this subject. We get it. MLM is a polarizing issue. On one hand are the insider people who believe in the business model, the possibilities it presents, and are frustrated because others just don't see it. On the other side are the outsiders, skeptical of the promises, annoyed and offended that it keeps coming up. And in the middle are the people who really have no idea. Wherever you are, if you're trying to decide if MLM network marketing is for real, and even more importantly, if it could possibly be a fit for you, you've come to the right place. I am so excited about our guest today. Um, Cami Stoddard is the wife of a man she refers to as the kindest human on the planet. She is the mother of two spunky redheads and lives in what she believes is the best city in the U.S., Nashville, Tennessee. She is a self professed health lunatic, which began with her search for answers to her mother's health challenges. Kemi's mom was diagnosed with breast cancer in her, in her late 30s and subsequently developed early onset Alzheimer's at age 55. Through her research, Kemi learned that both of these diseases have been determined to be environmentally provoked. Now, Kemi's passion is health and wellness and teaching others about the importance of lowering our body's toxic, toxic load and how to do it. Six years ago, Cami joined a network marketing company that shares her commitment to providing healthy cosmetics and skincare. And within a year, she rose to the top, becoming the 13th consultant to achieve the highest rank. Congratulations. I love your story, Cami, for so many reasons. I, I love that you found a way to live your purpose through your work. That is just so amazing. Um, so why don't we start out with you just giving us some information about your background, what, what career you were in maybe before you found network marketing or it found you and, and how you were introduced. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. I love talking about um, my company and my passion for what I do so much. And, um, you know, whenever, when B this found me, um, I, I, I loved it. I didn't find it. It found me. It was not something that I was actively searching for. I, at the time, was staying home with two really young children. Um, they were both under the age of three, and um, I was just mom to them. But before that, I had a career in the furniture industry and did commercial marketing and sales to interior designers for um, specific brands. And it was a lot of fun, but it was weekly travel. And, um, you know, after I had my children, I just really couldn't sustain that amount of travel anymore. So I had chosen to stay at home with them. And then this just kind of fell into my lap. So you said a little bit um, about what you did before you found this industry. Uh, what was your opinion about network marketing prior to starting your own business in the industry? Well, actually, why don't I tell you about how I found the company? Because I think that my opinion of network marketing is going to come out about that. Um, just it'll shine through and you're going to be, you'll, you'll love it. Um, but so, okay. Get, let's go back to like October of 2011. 
I had just had my daughter. She was maybe like four or five, six weeks old, somewhere in there. And one of my very best friends had invited me to a quote unquote party at her house that she was hosting for a friend of hers who had recently joined as a consultant with my now company. And I read the email invitation and I thought to myself, wow, she must be bored. I do not buy through consultants. This is so sketchy. Thanks, but no thanks. And then I deleted the email. And a week or so later, my friend who was hosting the party, she called me and she said, you didn't respond to my invitation. Are you coming? And I literally gave her every single excuse in the book. Uh, I asked her why she was supporting a pyramid scheme. I told her I didn't trust products that were sold through consultants. You name it. I mean, I literally said everything. And my sweet friend, she was like, you just have to come and sit here and have a glass of wine. And... Um, just, I don't care if you sit in the corner, just do it for me. Not to mention this company is all about health. And I think you might actually understand what this girl's talking about, giving your vast knowledge on health. And so I, after that conversation, I was like, you know what, fine, I'll go to this party. And I was the worst party attendee ever. I was so <laughs> terrible. I just sat there in a corner with a scowl on my face the entire time. I asked the sweet consultant, it was her first party that she had ever had. I asked her so many really difficult questions and she had a really hard time answering most of them. And at the end of the party, she came up to me, the consultant um, who was you know, doing the actual party. And she said, I can tell you're really, really skeptical, but you also know a lot more information than I do about the health arena. So why don't you take home the products? do all the research that you want on this company. And if you deem it to be great in your mind, then try the products and I'll come back and pick them up in three days. And, you know, I was actually kind of really impressed that she wasn't trying to make a sale right then and there, because I think my impression was that she would lay it on really hard for me and make me buy something before I walked out the door. And so I agreed right then and there that, um, I would take the products home and do the research. And so I did do tons of research on the company. Um, and I came to the conclusion that it actually really was doing what they were saying they were doing. And it seemed amazing. And I tried the products and totally fell in love with them. Um, and so, you know, I think it, but it's funny because I think a lot of people have a similar story to me and then they're like, Oh, and then I joined as a consultant, but my story really doesn't end there. <laughs> I um, became a client for nine months before I ever joined as a consultant. And I think even the entire time that I was a client um, and purchasing products in the back of my head, I thought that becoming a consultant for this kind of company was just insane. I, honestly, I really did. And I thought there was no way that anybody could make money doing this. I thought it was sketchy. I didn't trust it. Um, but, you know, I ultimately did have a turning point. And the woman from whom that I was purchasing the product, she asked me if I wanted to talk to her mentor in this business. And um, I knew her, this, her mentor through a friend of a friend. And I had heard through the grapevine that she had been enormously su successful with this company. And I thought to myself, you know what, I just owe it to myself to at least have a conversation with her and uh, just hear her story, hear what she has to say. And that woman and I, she, we spoke for about two hours and we clicked on life. We clicked on everything else. Um, 
And I just, I knew that if she could become successful with this company, then I could too. And after, literally while I was on the phone with her, um, I signed up to be a consultant and I never, I honestly have never looked back. It was like, once I decided to do it, I was doing it and I was never going to like waver on my decision whatsoever. So, um, yeah, that's a long roundabout answer to tell you about <laughs> my opinion of this industry, but then also my evolution of how I kind of came around to ultimately. I love it, Cammie. Okay. And I really feel, I really feel that there's a lot of listeners that can relate to that, who thought the same thing that you thought, but were encouraged to take another look. And that's what we're hoping that people will do from this is that they'll be open-minded enough of what right. if what they thought isn't true. Right. Um, so, so, so what was, what, what would you say it was that really, um, that really appealed to you to say, I'm going to do this as a business. I want to be in network marketing. I want to be a consultant and do this as a business. What was that? Yeah, that's a really great question. So after I had had that conversation with the woman that I really clicked with, um, it was like the business just became really clear to me. Um, you know, like I had mentioned, I had two really young children and I knew I wanted to go back to work at some point, but I didn't really know what that was going to look like for me. And with my history, having been in corporate America before, I just could not imagine going back to a job like I had previously had. And so with this, I was, you know, in the back of my head, I just kept, kept thinking I can work from home in my own time around my kids' schedules. I can be there for school drop-off and pick up. Um, I wouldn't have to travel. I know I had mentioned before that I literally was gone every single week for at least three days. Um, you know, the earning opportunity was endless with this company. It's performance based heavily, but you know, if it was based on my own performance, it was endless. Um, and you know, for me with it being so health specific, um, it was something, this company, it, it provided something that I could be really passionate about and it fits so perfectly into my life. Um, and I know that Janine mentioned whenever in my bio that I, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer in her late thirties and then early onset Alzheimer's in her mid fifties. Um, her doctors did confirm to me that both of those diseases are environmentally uh, related. And so with the health journey that I, I had been just kind of going down all, that entire road. Um, uh, this was just one piece of the puzzle, um, this skincare and cosmetic side that, um, I, I don't know, it just provided one small piece of the puzzle that helped us reduce the um, amount of toxic load on our bodies. And I love that this company provided a solution for our family, but it also provided a solution for other people and teaching them how to live a lifestyle that's minimally toxic. That's very good. <laughs> I love your story. I love having a fellow uh, skeptic to advocate. <laughs> and can you imagine if we had not opened our minds and been willing to look a little further? I mean, oh my gosh. So I love your story. Um, what is the most frustrating thing to you about this business? I mean, what just drives you crazy and do you wish that you could change? The most frustrating thing is probably friends and family who 
who still don't quite understand what I'm doing and they are where I was, you know, I've been in this business for six years now. They're where I was seven years ago and they still think that I'm a part of a pyramid scheme and that I'm crazy for doing this business. I mean, there and there are those people, but then on the flip side of the coin, there are also the people who were like that in the beginning, but they have made a complete 180 and now, um, their lives have changed, whether it's, you know, because they found a really amazing solution to something that they needed or they joined as a consultant. I don't know, you know, I, that's, yeah. So that's probably the most frustrating thing is just the friends and family who still think that this is a crazy thing that I'm doing, <laughs> even this far, this much later in life, which is just crazy. I agree. And oh my gosh, it's also good to hear that somebody else you know, experience that. Like, how can people still feel the same way when they watch you? It's I know. It's crazy. And it's funny, too, because <laughs> I find that it's the people that are the closest to you. Um, it's, you know, like, your very best friends and your closest. It's those people. It's not necessarily the people outside of that. It's the people closest to you. It's very odd. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I was kind of in that situation with my daughter. I, and I think sometimes it's because you are trying to protect the person. But at some point, you, you've got to just notice that you don't need to protect them anymore. <laughs> I know, exactly. So what are the common misconceptions that you um, have come up when you're talking to people about the business? Um, oh my gosh, so many. And I feel like I'm the person that everybody sends the most skeptical people to because of my background and my unwillingness to join this. So um, I've heard it all, but you know, I, the most common ones are, is it a pyramid scheme? Is it possible to even make money in this kind of business? Um, the only way to make money in this kind of business is if you got in early with the company. Um, you'll never make your investment back. Um, those are probably the main misconceptions that I hear, I would say. Yeah, yeah, we certainly do hear that. And they are misconceptions. And uh, you're, you're living proof of that. And I know you've helped uh, thousands of others uh, be able to disprove that perspective as well. Why is it that you think more people don't succeed in this business? Because, you know, you hear a lot about um, the high failure rate or what have you. Why do you think more people aren't successful? Oh, gosh. I think it's because social selling is hard. It is so hard. You know, I, I think that there are a lot of people who come from sales backgrounds and they automatically assume that they're going to be really great at this. But when you're calling, quote unquote, calling on people who are within your own social circle, that is just something that you can't prepare yourself for. And so I think a lot of people give up so quickly because they get that initial no from somebody who they respect and admire and um, they realize how hard it's going to be and they just give up. And so I, I think that I, I find nine times out of 10, whenever somebody goes radio silent on me and I touch base with them, they've had one of those kinds of experiences where, uh, you know, it was just really disheartening and they, they think there's no way I could go on and they're done. And so, um, unless I talk them off the ledge and, you know, have them look at it from another perspective, but, uh, yeah, I think that's probably why. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and, you know, 
so often it's um, it's just what we talked about a little while ago about um, that it's hard to be a prophet in your own country. So it's kind of hard for the people that are closest to you to now consider you an expert in an area that they saw you grow up and not be an expert on, you know? So, um, so it, it can be hard. And so often people quit right before a breakthrough, you know, right, right before things are ready to turn around. So, so speaking of life turning around, how is your life different today than what it was before your business? Okay. This is going to be kind of a roundabout way of answering that, but when it's all said and done, this business is really a business of personal development. And I truly believe that anybody can learn the skill set that's required to do a job in network marketing. So in the past six years, I've done a ton of work to recognize my own strengths and my own weaknesses. And then I've learned how to overcome my weaknesses and even excel in them. And so I've done, I've just done a lot of personal development work. And I think that I've bettered myself as a human, as a mother, as a wife, and as a friend with everything that I've learned, um, this is really, I, I tell people this all the time, it's definitely a business of just bettering yourself to be a better person. And when you do that, success comes as well. So um, I, I think that's how my life is probably different um, now than it was six years ago. And then to add on to that a little bit, I think having a purpose in life, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say that my children aren't you know, my purpose because I love them so much. Um, but having something that is my own, that I'm really good at, um, that I'm really passionate about and something that I'm really helping others with. I think that that sense of purpose and passion makes me happy. And when you're somebody who is previously successful and then you have children and your identity becomes all about them, um, you just kind of start to feel a little bit lost and I don't know, this has given me something that is meaningful and that is truly mine that I have created. Um, so yeah, I, that, that's how my life has changed. <laughs> Yay, I love that. So what advice or words of wisdom would you give to someone who is maybe thinking about getting into this business or is in this business? So many things, you know, like I was saying, before about social selling, just recognizing how hard it is and that this is truly so different from any job that you've ever had before because you're soliciting friends and family. And to feel comfortable doing that, you really have to choose a company that you feel passionate about. Um, you know, why do you love the company? Why do you love your products? If you cannot clearly state that with confidence and enthusiasm, then you probably just need to search for another company to be totally honest. Um, you know, and then another thing too is, you know, like I was just saying that you can really acquire all the skills that um, you need to become successful at this job. Uh, you know, all of these skills are learned. And I, I love to tell people that our business specifically is made up of three distinct areas, selling, recruiting, recruiting and mentoring. And I have yet to find one person um, who is good at all three of those. And so if you can do the work to really recognize your deficits and um, figure out how to fill in those gaps, then anybody, I really think that anybody can be successful in this business as long as you're willing to work on yourself, realize where your weaknesses are, and then um, make sure you're selling something that you really love and feel passionate about. 
Yeah, I agree. So having said that you can learn, what, this is our closing question, um, what's the most important trait or factor that you think contributes to somebody being successful? Well, like, I know, that's a, actually, that's not tough at all. The, you know, like I was saying before, obviously, loving your company, feeling confident in um, what you're offering. Um, and if you obviously don't feel confident in your company, then you're not going to really be successful. I hate to say it. But then once you do find that company that you feel like your values align, that you um, love the company through and through, uh, you really have to give it three years in this business of consistent work, you know, not just three years. I would even say three to four years, but um, it has to be of consistent work. You know, some people do have overnight success, but the vast majority do not. And sticking with it consistently for a long period of time is the key to success. And, you know, like we had discussed before, most people just quit too early because they find that social selling is really hard and they don't feel like they're going to be good at it after the first like three weeks and they hear no from their best friend and then they're just out. And so if you can stick with it for three to four years, um, you will see success. And you just have to remember too, that you're starting your own business from scratch. It doesn't matter if it's this industry or if you're opening a restaurant down the street, you, I mean, you have to give that time. Um, building a business and building a client portfolio, it takes time regardless of the industry that you're in. And if you can see the big picture and be in it for the marathon instead of the sprint. Love it. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and get to know you better. And thank you for helping us to bring clarity to this very misunderstood topic. Oh, you're welcome. No problem at all. <laughs> thank you, Cammie. Oh, thank y'all. It was really fun. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. We hope you've gained some clarity from today's show. If you did, please share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Because when you share it and drop a review, it helps other people find us and helps us get this message out. Please join us each week to hear from people who are in the trenches and have their own personal experience with this business. And if you'd like to learn more about this topic, subscribe to our show and visit our website. We'd also like to recommend two books co-authored by Janine Finney and her daughter, Lori Murhead the flip-flop CEO, and does the shoe fit the guide to help you decide. We invite you to join our Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn communities as well. Be sure to tune in to our next episode because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive mistake you can make. <laughs>